It's time for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. Now, from Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, and Belmont, California, here is Maggie and Matthew Paveo. Welcome, everybody. We are back another week. I am at the table in Belmont. Maggie, are you at some sort of table in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania? I am at my desk, yes, in my dorm. How's the weather out there? It's pretty nice. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It was rainy here, and now it's gotten nice again. But um, I don't even know the weather for the Notre Dame game coming up. I guess that's probably something we should look into. But before that, let's get let's talk about the actual game and the actual where we're at. So um, Notre Dame's finishing up their bye week. It seemed like a much-needed bye week, um, one that um, hopefully they can adjust. But um, – Again, we have to talk about this just because we have to talk about it. But I, I think we should go almost in depth a little bit um, with the quarterback situation, which seems silly. We're so far into the season, but we're still talking about the quarterback. But I thought maybe you just get your takes kind of player by player, kind of where you see them, who, how do you think they're doing, what's the upside, what's, you know, I don't know, just general thoughts about each player. So let's start with Jack Cohn. He is the presumptive starter um, for the next game. So what do you think about Jack Cohn? going forward or where we're at with him or what, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm no football coach, but personally <laughs> I wouldn't be starting cone um, upside. He does have some upside as he's shown, yeah, um, especially in those like last second, like fourth quarter have to win More on this drive. Yeah. Yeah. Drives like in those situations, he's great, but for some reason, in the rest of the three quarters of the game, he's not as yeah. sharp as we would have liked him to be. Right. Um, so that was just kind of my feeling on Jack Cohn, he, and right. also, as we say every week, he's just not exciting, he's not an exciting guy. Yeah, he is not exciting, that is for sure. And I think I agree with you completely. First quarter is not his thing <laughs> and he doesn't come out for whatever reason does not come out uh, sharp or ready to go or whatever. All right. How about um, Tyler Buckner? So kind of the complete opposite. He's <laughs> a lot more exciting because he's this young, like freshman, like four or five star recruit. Yeah. Um, and he's a dual style quarterback. So he runs a lot more than Cone and Pine, um, but he's had problems with, I would say, I, I don't know if maturity is the right word, but in mm-hmm. tough situations and especially with interceptions. Right. Um, and he can get more first downs, but you're also going to get a few interceptions with him. So it's kind of hard to see if that pays off. Um, mm-hmm. It probably doesn't if you're having like this long drive and then it ends in an interception. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he just needs a little bit more time to develop. I think we are seeing definitely the COVID kind of um, lost season taking its effect on Tyler Buckner, at least we did in the second half of um, their last game against Virginia Tech. The first half, he looked great. It's like, like well, this is fantastic. We're going to roll. And then the second half, kind of he came back to earth a little bit, missed some pass, a few interceptions. He, he, those can get better. Um, he better decision-making. I think he actually has a really live arm that we'll see. Um, and I do think he helps the running game because we've said this before, he is a runner. So he is an extra runner back there. Cone, they just can't run the ball with. It's been one of his problems. I think the offense is wrong for Cohn, where it is absolutely right for Tyler Buckner. All right, let's talk about Drew Pine, kind of the lost 
person and this is Drew Pine. What is going on with Drew Pine, do you think, Maggie? Well, you know, Pine is my pick for being the starter. Right. So I am like really as we every week goes by and he doesn't get as much playing time, it really is like almost painful because I know that he might transfer just like Brendan Clark just announced um, this past week. And I don't want that because I think for right now, he's the quarterback that our team needs. And of course, I don't see the full picture because if that was blatantly obvious, I would hope that Brian Kelly would be starting him. So there must be something I'm not seeing. Um, But he has good accuracy more than Buckner and he has more mobility than Cone, although mm-hmm. he's not the most mobile. Um, and he's not like he knows Notre Dame's scheme, I guess, because right. um, right. he's been there the longest. So he's my pick. Um, but it's really annoying to me that we're not playing him more. I, I know that he's kind of an Ian Book model and he could or even the Tom Reese model before him. Uh, kind of doesn't have all the tools, but seems to get the job done. So um, I like to see a little bit more maybe from him at this point, kind of as that bridge to Buckner. I think he's a better bridge than Cohen at this point. But it's been such a small sample size that supposedly in practice, Cohen looks way better than he does. So and we, we don't obviously watch practice, so we don't know. But but um, I figure the people that know, know. And, and so I don't know. I don't Let's know talk that. about Go ahead. For the practice thing? Yeah. I feel like, yeah. It's fine if he's doing well in practice, but if he's not looking good in the game, just take him out. Like- I'm with you. I'm with you. It's <laughs> been so frustrating to watch completely. Um, I, I or I would like run a different offense. I just think this mm-hmm. is a different offense. But and then Brendan Clark. Let's talk briefly about Brendan Clark. He did put in for the transfer portal. Not a huge surprise. Um, he was definitely not going to get a lot of playing time in the next few years. If he wants to play college football, he'll have to play it somewhere else. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, any thoughts on Brendan Clark? Any? Um, I mean, somewhere to pine. I do feel bad that he had didn't have his chance. It's always going to happen to a quarterback like we saw with Phil Dracovic a few years ago. Um, and we've seen with a ton of different quarterbacks in the past. <laughs> right, right. Of all time. Um, but I, I think it's kind of good for our team and good for him because now it puts some, hopefully a little bit more pressure on – Pine and Buckner, even though Clark was the fourth string already. Yeah. Having one quarterback being one quarterback short, hopefully we'll put some pressure on like the quarterback battle a little bit right. more. I'm 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 think what we'll see is similar to Phil Dracovic, a kid who um plays way better once he's moved on. And and that's not to say this isn't the right move and we're not doing everything right by him and for him. Um so anyway, I think Brendan Clark, uh, good luck to you. Um, and there just wasn't a space here. I think you'll do fine somewhere else. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. Um, but All right. Um, let's see. So I, I, yeah, I think we're kind of in agreement. You're a Pine guy. You think Pine should be starting. I'm going to go with I think Buckner should be starting um, or change the offense. I think Cone could actually be really good if they opened up the offense and just threw it 50 times a game. <laughs> but they're not going to do that. So I like Buckner then in the position. And you're for Pine, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, quarterback's getting all the attention, but I think there's probably a few other things that need to get better, or at least getting the attention from us. Um, what are your thoughts? What are other areas that you hope improve after this bye week? Well, you know, I think that Kyron Williams has potential to be 
a really maybe even in the Heisman conversation, but I feel like he's not giving enough getting enough um pub publicity yeah. um right. because of our terrible offensive line or not terrible terrible is a strong word um <laughs> yeah I don't terrible been, yeah yeah not Notre Dame like offensive there line. you go that's yeah that's good um and you know they, we just seem to be getting injuries a lot um although I feel like I saw something about about maybe Fisher coming back maybe that was maybe that's way in the future no no I think he I thought it was an eight week out and we're in week six of that I believe so I think by the end of the season he should be back which would be huge I think yeah so I hope he comes back um there's just so much I mean at first I when the, they were having these problems I blamed it on like lack of experience and mm. I know maybe like what six or seven weeks not enough experience yeah. but I feel like with our coaching it could be going a little smoother um so that's just something I'm looking forward to improving i guess coaching coaching white in the offensive line coaching yeah offensive line coaching jeff quinn yeah mm-hmm. yeah it should be better it should be better with the, the 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 star the amount of star power if you believe in the you know the rating services the, the amount of star power we have in our offensive line we shouldn't have problems um anything with the defense what's the issues there that you think they need to tighten up um well in the beginning it seemed like it was our our linebackers and our um but now as I feel like I fall to every year, it always seems to be our defensive backs. And I was going to say they had a little bit of a tough time with Virginia Tech, but then Mm -hmm. especially like Tariq Bracey, but then he got that interception. So I didn't want to say anything bad about him um, (laughs) because, because he got that interception. Um, But then also Clarence Lewis just hasn't been as great as he has been. Um, Yeah, I think you're right. He had such a great go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, but I hope he just improves like he did last year. He had such a great freshman season, right? And I just think we were expecting way more. Um, and I agree with you. I think the defense has been good. Um, and I think to be very to be special, they're going to have to pick up their cornerbacks. Um, yeah, I think you hit the right people. Houston Griffith's another one. I think you hit the right people, though. I think Tariq Bracey stepping up, Clarence Lewis stepping up. Certainly Cam Hart has been fantastic. I think I can't, like I said him last time, I can't wait to see him next year. Um, and nothing about Kyle Hamilton. Can't improve there anything. He can't improve at all. Maybe uh, have one interception a game ah, instead okay. of like every other game. Okay, so there you go. That's something mm-hmm. for him to improve on. Mm-hmm. All right. So what about the second half? What well, we're kind of starting the second half, if you will, of the season, and, and looking at the schedule. Anything that makes you nervous, or do you think Notre Dame just wins wins out? I mean, at this point, everything makes me nervous because I just don't <laughs> know what's going on with this team. We're playing at Virginia. Um, we're playing uh, North Carolina at home. Um, which North Carolina hasn't been as good as people thought they were going to be this year, but they're still not sh- not too shabby. Um, and then also that Stanford game, I feel like can yeah. always be a weird game, especially because they're playing at Stanford. We'll be there, um, and I hope it's not a sad ride home. Right, right. So I, uh, I yeah, I agree with you. I forgot about Virginia. Uh, that one seems to stick out as something, you know, I think, they could be ready for us. I think North Carolina, Mac Brown can, is going to have, I think you're absolutely right. Those guys are going to be ready to play. And the Stanford one, you never know. It's after Thanksgiving, although it'll be after Stanford plays in the big game. So who knows how they're playing. They might have a, even a bull bid on uh, Stanford that is on the line. So we'll see that that could be a tricky one too. And I agree with you. I think they're all going to be, <laughs> we're all going to be, maybe not Navy, although you never know with Navy, but uh, they're not the the Navy of the, past few years i think they're, they're getting whacked around by a few teams so hopefully that's kind of one we can settle mm-hmm. into and destroy but 
Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things. What about, so what do you think? Any chance that the Notre Dame makes the playoff, the four team? I saw something today. The only reason I bring this up is I saw something today where ESPN or something gave us like a 35% chance of making it in, which even for ESPN is like, my goodness, that, that's almost like 80% for someone else. Um, but if they give us a 35, is that something, first of all, do you think we can have? And second of all, is that something we even want? We want to be um, in the playoffs. Yeah. So I feel like I've seen people say, oh, I'm glad we're not going to be in the playoffs because I don't want right. to get like smacked by what well, I guess this year would be Georgia, um, Georgia or like an SEC team in general. Um, right. But I don't I just feel like it's always exciting to be in the playoffs. And if we don't want to be in the playoffs and then kind of like what's the point? Because I feel like we always play seasons to get the championship um, and especially for Brian Kelly, because he is the winning the winningest coach now, but he doesn't have a championship under his belt. Um, I feel like playoffs we always want. Um, yeah. I'm guessing we're going to get, I mean, it's been such a weird year. Um, I would say a New Year's Six Bowl or just a really good other bowl because I really don't mm-hmm. know how everything's going to shake out at this point. It's been such a weird year. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I think uh, that he, he that um, getting to play up, especially maybe get another shot at Cincinnati, which is a team I think we probably beat if we play a clean game. Um, and I think we probably, and by that time we will have figured a few things out. I think so. I'd like another crack at Cincinnati, um, but. Yeah, so I, I'm not as afraid of getting into the playoffs as other people are letting on. I, I figure Ohio State and Alabama might be laying there as well. So I'd like to see Notre Dame, especially Ohio State. I, I'm not a huge believer in what they're doing this year. Um, Alabama, I think, is always good and on any given day can really pummel you if you're not careful. So I don't know if I want to face another Alabama drubbing again. Um, and Georgia seems to be the class of the field. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, if you, if we're not making, is there any team you're looking out there you like want another shot at in the bowl or, or anything like that? Is there anybody you think you want to play? I mean, I think you're right. I, I think it's going to be a New Year's Six bowl. Um, so who do you want in that New York Six? Anybody? Um, I mean, I always, uh, I'm still haunted by that Michigan, uh, 28, 2018, 2019, yeah. uh, 2019, I think game. Um, so I think that'd be a good matchup. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I really want to beat them again. So I yeah. will say that. I too. I've seen that projected. Um, and that sounds good to me. Let's, let's tee it up with Michigan again. I think that would be a fun, fun game to see. Um, but let's talk about the game in front of us. The big rivalry coming back after a year off the first year since like the Truman administration that they didn't have a USC Notre Dame game. It's back. It's at Notre Dame Stadium. It's under the lights. It's going to be exciting. Notre Dame, week off. USC, a week off. Both teams ready to go. What do you see happening in this game, Maggie? I mean, I think we're going to win. But as I normally say, I'm worried about how close that win is going to be. And I think it could get really intense. But I'm just happy it's at home. Um, And I'm happy that USC recently fired their coach. So that kind of helps me out a little bit in terms of nerves. Uh, But I think we are going to get the win. Yeah, I think they're a team in disarray, that's for sure. I think we're, I'm more confident than you are. I think this is the game where we really show something, especially right off the bat. I'd like, I I think I really want to see a really good first quarter by Notre Dame. I want to see them moving up and down the field, punching it in for a touchdown. Um, I think they will. I think the first drive will be really interesting um, when they have the ball. Um, I'm only nervous about USC's ability to, to throw and whether or not we can slow that down. Um 
we'll see they, they have the pair of the Drakes, right? Is Drake yes. London, um, the receiver, and then and Drake, Drake Jackson. Uh, Jackson on the defensive end. So got to watch out for the Drakes. But I think Cam Hart versus Drake London, I'm really looking forward to. And then we'll see, hopefully Drake Jackson won't be as disruptive as they think he could be. Um, so I just went in. So those are the players I think to watch. Is there anybody else we need to watch on USC or is that pretty much it? I mean, Slovis, I guess, too. Mm-hmm. Well, um, something I was just reading about, um, mm-hmm. they published an article. It seems like USC is having a very similar problem to us um, where they haven't named a starter for oh. uh, tomorrow. It's Jackson Dart is their backup, but he kind of showed a little bit more than Keaton Slovis in like a few games back. I don't remember which one when they were having mm-hmm. problems, um, but he tore his meniscus and they're unclear if he's going to be cleared to return this week. Otherwise, it's going to be Keenan Slovis, um, but they're being very sneaky about who they're naming. So that's one thing to look out for, I guess. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I had forgotten about – is his name Jackson Dart? hmm Yeah. We'll see. We'll see who they, they come up with on that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Despite, I mean, as far as, like, neither one of them scares me a ton. Um, I think, like I said, I think we'll, we'll win this one by three touchdowns probably. Um so let's talk about who's who's going to shine for offensively for Notre Dame for you. Um, so because they have a uh, is Drake Jackson, I believe, is the defensive lineman. Yes. Um, right. I wanted to pick someone on the offensive lineman because I feel like they've been having trouble. Oh, so, okay. Um, I'm going to pick Joe Alt. Mm. Um, I don't know if they line up across from each other or anything. Um, I'm sure they will at some point. Yeah, but. I don't know. I, I feel like he's a new face. Um, maybe he has a little bit more energy. Maybe this is what the offensive line needed or who the offensive line needed. So I'm going to pick Joe Alt as my offensive player of the game. Okay. Joe Alt. Wow. An offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Offensive player of the game. I'm going with Braden Lindsay. Okay. <laughs> I go with him almost every week. I just have, I, he's has to, at some point they have to start using his speed. They just haven't. Chris Tyree is injured this week. Probably. I don't think he's playing. Um, so maybe Lindsay's even returning kicks. Um, I see Lindsay and he did last time against USC. So I'm, I'm thinking he's going to put a big stamp on this game. Um, somehow some explosive play. So I know I pick him probably every other week, if not every week, but Braden Lindsay, come on. This is the week, my man. Defense, <laughs> Maggie defense. Who do you like on defense? Hmm. Well, I'm going to be honest. I haven't really thought about the defense too much because they're just all so great. So I'll go with a classic Kyle Hamilton. Um, okay. I think he's going to have an interception, maybe two, oh, because okay. they throw it so much. Yeah. I feel like it has to happen at some point. Um, and I think he has picked off Slovis before. So why not do it again? Uh, so not? I will be picking Hamilton. Okay, I was going to go with Fosky again and go with both my classics, but I will go with Cam Hart, who's probably going to be one of my classics going forward. Cam Hart will shut down Drake London, and uh, that will be the story. Um, so Cam Hart is my person. So any prediction for the game score-wise? You, I know you don't give a score, but you said this could be close, right? I'm going to say we're going to win by around 10. Oh, okay, 10. So the, the, I think the, the line is 7 right now. I'm going to say they're going to win by 17, maybe even 21, but that's what I'll say. Uh, like uh, 42 to 21. So, yeah. 21 points exactly 42 to 21 is what i'm saying i don't even know if usc is going to score 21 i think our defense is going to be pretty stout but we'll see we'll see gonna be exciting uh you have a special thing planned to watch the game Meg? yes my friends over here are planning a birthday party 
surround uh-huh. it surrounding the game so uh, everybody fun. it's maggie's 18th birthday happened uh, while we were gone uh, over the last from the last show so happy birthday maggie on your 18th birthday she's an adult now mm-hmm. and we can start talking about adult <laughs> things which are like the top four picks of who are your top four teams right now in college football mm-hmm. um so i'm going with the first cincinnati but i Still refuse to put Ala- or sorry Oklahoma right. in the top four. I just don't trust them, and I don't think I ever will. Um, right. So I'm <laughs> going to put Alabama at three. And then mm-hmm. I guess I'll move up Ohio State to four, but really that four spot could go to anyone. So yeah, I don't know. I have the exact same thing. I have the exact same thing. And, and I, it, I don't like that I'm picking Oklahoma – or sorry, Alabama and Ohio State. I don't think they – are as far apart say like even an Oklahoma State or a Notre Dame I, I think that's a lot closer than it has been in the past but I do think Georgia Cincinnati are one and two and I'll agree with you Alabama and then I'll go with um, uh, Ohio State but again I think Notre Dame is right there Michigan State's another one to watch out for and Michigan mm-hmm. I think that big well, it'd be interesting to see who ends up in the big with the big 10 I'm really fascinated to watch that it could end up just Ohio State runs through it but I'm not so sure this year we'll see we'll see um, so it'd be interesting if Michigan beat them. Um, but Michigan State is another team that just kind of Mel Tucker's got them playing with confidence. So, um, and speaking of confidence, Mm-mm. the picks, Maggie, I was we did an extra six, we did six last week, if you remember, and I went five and one. You did slightly worse than that. I'm not going to go into that two and mm-hmm. four, but uh, right now, the overall, it's I am 22 and 14 in my picks. and you're 17 and 19. Okay, so let's get to this week's time for a comeback, Maggie. Here we go. I don't know. What do you this got for could, me? This could be the week. It could not be. So <laughs> there aren't a lot of good games this week. So no, I had not. to really scrape together a few creative games. Uh, yeah, I um, think we were spoiled early on with like really great weeks of college football. This week is not one of them. But go ahead. Yeah. So the first game I have here is actually, I think, an interesting one. One of the better ones this week, which is the Clemson versus Pitt game. Oh, um, yeah. Doesn't really have playoff implications, but it's just interesting to see how Clemson's doing. Um, yeah. And it's at Pitt. And, of course, Kenny Pickett, I was looking at some draft stuff, which I know it's very early to talk about the NFL draft. But right. um, they have Kenny Pickett maybe being, like, the first quarterback chosen, maybe, yeah. um, which is weird considering, like, Spencer Rattler and Sam Howell were at the top of that list. The <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So I will be actually picking Pitt, which I know I'm trying to get – my picks up so maybe this isn't a safe bet but oh, I, I don't really know i'm going with Pitt also I, I i believe in them i have i think i don't know how they lost was to western michigan right i don't know how that happened but uh, i'm going with Clem, i'm going sorry going with Pitt. okay and then the next game is eh, as well but it is the college <laughs> game day it is the college game day one, which I don't, they didn't have a lot to pick from. Um, and it's this Oregon versus UCLA game. A lot of games this week are potential yeah. trap games. Yeah. Um, and this is, I guess, the most interesting one. I am an Oregon fan, but after yeah, that, I'm going to be picking UCLA. Wow. So am I. I thought I was, that was going to be one that we're going to be different from. And no. yeah, it was solely based on that Cal game last week and UCLA's playing at home. Um, I'm going with UCLA as well. Wow. I thought both of those I thought I got will be different on that. I thought you'd take Clemson and I thought you'd take Oregon. So here we go. All right. Yeah. What else you got? Okay. So this next one, another potential trap game, although this team is ranked. Um, 
or so is Oregon, I guess, but it's Oklahoma State versus Iowa State, and it's at Iowa State. So I'll let you pick first so that maybe we can have a different. Okay. Uh, you know what? I don't think we're going to, but I'm going with Oklahoma State. Okay. I don't think you're going with Iowa State. Well, but you know, I might go with Iowa State because they're at really? home. They're at okay. home. And I'm honestly, at this point, I'm not really going against you. I'm going against myself because yes. I want to get over uh, 50%. Okay. All right. <laughs> so All right. we'll see. <laughs> so you're going um, with Iowa, Iowa State? Yeah. Okay. I wrote it down. So not too know. confident. Whatever. No. <laughs> Brees Hall. Woo. Yeah, there you go. All right. Two more. Um, okay. So um, this one I thought was interesting. So it's Wisconsin versus Purdue. Purdue's ranked. They're like 24 because mm-hmm. they recently beat um, right. Iowa. So, someone predicted that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and the question I had is, who are we rooting for in this game? <laughs> <laughs> Both. Yeah. It's a win-win, I guess. Um, yeah. I'll go I'll go Wisconsin because we beat them by more. God, I was going to go Wisconsin better. too, but now oh, I'm going to well, go Purdue. I saw you typing Purdue on our document, so I thought that I was a safe yeah. bet. <laughs> no, no, I was changing my mind as I was typing it. Um, all right, I'll go Purdue. I think I actually think Purdue is probably um, in for a little bit of a letdown. I think Wisconsin's got to be better than they're letting on. So, But anyway, I'll go with Purdue. Okay, and Go then this, last, this last one I picked for random reasons, um, but this one we can definitely pick opposites because it doesn't have that okay. much. Great. Um, Diego State and Air Force, and I chose these teams because they're both having quietly good years and no one's really talking about it. San yes. Diego State's 6-0 and and Air Force is 6-1, and and they're playing, you know, in not that great of conferences, but right. I still thought it was worth mentioning. So I'll let you pick first on this okay, one. Okay, I'm glad you are because I just got some inside information this oh, no. morning from my San Diego State expert friend, and I'm going Air Force because he says they're winning on defense. Um, I think if you're going to bet this game, if you're a better out there, I would go with the under because he said San Diego State just just uh, doesn't have any offense at all. So I'm going with Air Force. Well, But he says their defense is really good, and they're winning games with their defense. So there you go. Well, I mean, Notre Dame's kind of winning with their defense as well at this that's, point. That's true. That's so true. Um, I will be picking San Diego State by default. Um, okay. Not confidently, Great. though. Well, I'm not hugely confident in Air Force, but I'm, I'm going with it. I'm going with it. All right, Maggie. So we got our picks. So here we go. The USC week, it should be exciting. And I think we'll know a lot more about Notre Dame. Hopefully it's a really uplifting week. Any thoughts about the season before we sign off? Any last thoughts? I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's see how it goes. I'm confident. All right, Maggie, so any last words for you? Have a good evening, everyone. All right, everybody, go Irish. Thank you for listening. Join us next Friday night for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. <laughs>